Hey, hey, fucker. Check this shit out. Hey, 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 folks. Um, another day, another podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us here on Legendary Listens. We got a special treat for you guys here today. I'm actually sitting with a good friend of mine, Joe. Hey, guys, what's going on? Um, Joe is a good friend of mine. Advent Gamer is probably the best way to describe him. Um, we are actually going to discuss his... Uh, he's reached a feat that not a lot of people have, I would say, ever reached. 57? Are you the 57th? Yes. Joe is the 57th person to achieve this. Joe, would you describe a little to the people who are about to listen what uh, you've achieved? Uh, yeah, so um, I actually just hit um, a million gamer score on Xbox, which um, it's quite expensive. It's a little bit of a grind, actually a lot of bit of a grind. Uh, it took me about 12 years to get, and um, yeah, I was the 57th person to do it on the planet. So um, someone actually else, someone else did it um, this week also. Which is also saying a lot, especially because I feel like the... Um people who are like the the chinese or japanese i feel like they're huge advent gamers i feel like you would like they would have i feel like at least half the people who hold that record are from japan uh actually no um japan is not that big with um xbox they're primarily nintendo and playstation over there i should have known that yeah um yeah japanese people uh don't typically uh like american-made products so like the xbox usually does not do that well over in japan unless they release it like with like a big game like um for example uh when tales of asperia and blue dragon and lost odyssey all came out on the xbox 360 there were like corresponding console bundles in japan for those and you actually could not find them because they sold out. Now here's a question: Did you get any kind of um? Did you get anything from Microsoft for achieving? I mean, I saw on tw- we're gonna post a link too, guys. So if you want to follow Joe on Twitter, um, there will be a link within the description of this podcast. You could follow Joe on Twitter. He he even streams on Twitch, so we'll probably post that within the description too. So if you want to follow Joe on Twitch, you could do the same. Um, Catch up with him on some of his gaming videos. Uh, watch his Twitter. You don't want to miss it. Good dude does some giveaways uh, every once in a while. And um, who doesn't like free shit, right? Yeah, um, I streamed my final thousand-ish uh, gamer score on Twitch. I, um, dro- I dropped by for that for a little bit. Yeah, um, I actually give away uh, 60 um, games. Some of them AAA. Most of them ID at Xbox, which is like indie games and stuff like that. But uh, they ranged anywhere from about four ninety nine to about twenty nine or thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, so do yourselves a favor, dude. Give him a follow. Um, great fucking guy. I mean, again, giveaways, free shit's always cool, but it's a, it's the content, guys. It's the content you're gonna be there for, and uh, this guy's fucking hilarious. So, um, when uh, I one of my first questions is. How long ago did you kind of start this escapade of getting a million gamer score? Um, well, a while, I started on the 360 the day it came out, and we, um, I don't know, I used to kind of like get achievements, and my buddy Jason, um, who I work with, um, 
we would be kind of like competitive and stuff like that it's like oh well i got to forty thousand today it's like uh man i didn't get there but i'll get to 40 i'll beat you to forty one thousand, and we're really competitive going back and forth and uh it stayed that way until about 45 to we were both at 45 and fifty thousand each and he kind of dropped off and i kind of just kept going this was probably 2006 i want to say yeah around 2006 and uh, I just kind of kept going. And um, there's this website uh, called True Achievements, trueachievements.com. Um, okay, where they, I'm familiar with that. Uh, yeah, they have a leaderboard tracking and everything like that where you can track all your um, Xbox achievement stats. And there's one for Steam and there's one for uh, PlayStation trophies as well. Um, and I would always just, like, look at the leaderboard and I would try and rank up and try and rank up and try and rank up. And when I first looked, I was 10th um, in our state for, um, for Gamerscore. And I kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And I ended up, I'm in second place currently. There's one person above me who's got a pretty decent lead that I'll probably never catch. Now, how much, when you say decent lead, what do you mean by decent lead? How, how much of a decent lead does this guy have on you? Um, like 500,000 points. Okay. <laughs> so the lead. Yeah. Um, and he's a cool guy. His name is Jimmy. Um, I'm friends with him. I've met him. We've played rock band together and stuff like that like those music games because those are kind of a pain to because uh, sometimes you got to get a full band together to uh, get yep. some of those achievements yep. and um, for any of you who are listening if you're PlayStation players achievements are basically trophies for PlayStation so just kind of get used to those terms or that terminology now um, what was like the motive like what was like what was the idea I mean Again, please follow Joe on Twitter. Um, Joe, if at some point if you could post, um, I'm, I've, I've seen posts before of your gaming collection. Yeah. But I don't think you guys, I think you guys underestimate when I say this This guy has a collection of games. He could almost probably build a small house out of what he has. Yeah, so um, I actually, um, I would just, kind of buy like everything in store when it would go on sale like i'd see something and be like oh 10 bucks i don't have this or whatever i'll probably never play it but i would just buy it just to buy it and um probably in 2014 i want to say i was getting really close to actually completing the uh xbox 360 library like i was less than 100 games and there's a lot like there's probably like 1500 on 1500 ish on disc i'm not sure of the exact number because like I've never actually counted, but I do know that I have all of them. Um, I completed the library. I made a list of everything that was on disc that I did not have. And every week when I would get paid, yes, I work. Like I work 50 hours a week. A lot of people think it's like, oh, you got a million gamer score. You don't work at all. Um, no, I work 50 hours a week. I have to pay for my hobby. But um, every week I would kind of scrounge around on eBay or GameStop or Best Buy or anywhere. And I would kind of just look for um, like one, two, three games that I didn't have. And, you know, like they're, for the, they're very affordable. It's just like sometimes like wh as time goes on, when something didn't really sell all that well, because a lot of them were like really obscure small titles that just got really small prints. Um, it was kind of hard for me to kind of find them, like, even on eBay. Um, and I did this across, like, all regions, too, like Japan, China, Australia, 
um, Europe, Germany. Like, I have every game that exists from every country. Like, even there's tons of, like, weird ones. And, like, I have a Connect bocce game that was really, yeah, it was really hard for me to hunt down because it only released in, like, Germany. And, like, sometimes you'll find one, like, you're looking on, like, foreign eBay sites or foreign Amazons, and uh, you can find it, but you have to find someone that wants to ship it to you, that wants your money, and wants to go through the hassle of um, customs and filling out extra forms to get you what you want. Yeah, different money types and figuring out what you would get from American dollars compared to, um, I don't know, European notes, shit like that. Um, now, you said this kind of started as like a competition with a friend back in 2006. When, when, at what point did it kind of hit where you're like, you know what, I'm going to, I want to hit a million and more gamer score. Like what, what point were you like, you know what, this is more than a competition to me now. And this is what I want to achieve out of this. What, like what point or what year would you say that kind of, that realization hits you? Um, when the Xbox One came out, I think I was under 500,000. I'm not 100% sure on that number, but I was close to or getting there. And um, when the Xbox 360 came out, they had, um, they had like indie games or little arcade XBLA titles, they're called, or whatever, which are like smaller, developed, lower budget games. They would range in price from anywhere from $5 to $20. Very few were $20 at the time. But they were only worth 200 gamer score, and then they upped them to 400 gamer score, which is not that much because every disc-based game that would release would launch at um, like a thousand. So like it was about getting like bang for your buck. But when the Xbox One came out, they bumped all those smaller titles. Everything has a thousand now, or starts at a thousand and could go up based on like title updates, DLC, DLC. or something. Yeah. So. Um, I, I hit 500, and then I kind of kept pushing and pushing and pushing or whatever. And, like, I've had some slow years um, where I would only get, like, 60,000 points, which is a lot for, like, an average person. Like, that's a, that's a real lot. Dude, I'm lucky to see, like, fucking 10 in a month. Yeah. Um, but when I got to about probably, like, 700,000, I'm like, okay, I'm almost, like, halfway to this million I'm going to push it out. And I hit eight, prob- 800,000 early last year, I want to say. And um, I could actually look up the stats on it in a few. But um, Yeah, pull that up while you talk. Yeah, I, um, I, I, made, I wanted to make that final push towards a million, which, um, like, I mean, it's a grind. Like, it's expensive. I mean, a thousand points is only 0.1% of the million. So, like, each game, eight, ten bucks or whatever, I'm only getting 0.1% towards that goal. Yeah, so you guys do the math on that. And I mean, games range anywhere. I mean, there's some that are like four bucks, and there are others that are 20. And, you know, sometimes I pay $60 for a full retail game. Um, now, were there, were there ever games that you kind of were like, you know what, I, I'm trying to achieve this um this gamer score or i'm trying to better this gamer score i don't want to play this game i don't care about this game but i have to kind of do it to get more gamer score were, were there any games that were like that for you that were more i guess well i guess what i'm trying to ask 
Were there any games that were um, a pain in the ass for you to play, not because it was a bad game, but because it was something you just weren't into? Uh, oh, yeah, there's tons of them. Like, um, that must have sucked. Oh, yeah, no. Um, so the idea at Xbox games, it's mostly just like... It's just like Platform City. Like, it's just just like rehashes of like old platform games and stuff like that. Like there's tons and tons and tons of them. And uh, I don't know if anybody that listens actually had a, um, like a Neo Geo <laughs> from yep. back in the day, but um, they release all those ne- like Neo Geo games on the Xbox one and they release one of them a week and they're eight bucks. And like they're, they're for the most part, they're like, it, they're easy to get the achievements in, but like, man, those controls do not translate well, like at all to Don't, like. Yeah. Doesn't hold up to, from what it used to be. Oh no, I get so fucking mad sometimes. Like when I'm playing, <laughs> when I'm like playing like a like an arcade fighter from like 1993, where it's got like weird button combos and like analog sticks didn't exist, and they just run and play like ass and the. Like, you'll be, like, mid-kick or whatever, and, like, your foot is hitting the dude in the face, and they'll hit you with, like, an uppercut, and you'll be the one get hit, that gets hit, and they get nothing. Now, um, were there any games in particular that you remember that were, like, um, I guess what I'm trying to say here is, were there any games that you played or got achievements for that were just, like, you were dreading? Like, what, if you were to have, like, um, I'm probably uh, narrowing this down a little too much here. But if you were to have, like, a top three for games that you got achievements for that you were just like, I, I don't want to fucking play this game. I don't care for these achievements, but I'm going to do it anyway. Do you have, like, a top three for games that you could kind of resonate within you that you're like, if you even think about it, I'm like, Bleh. like, you shudder? Or... There's one that sits in my mind very, very well. And that is? Um, and, it like, I, I wanted to get it, and it's in a game that I wanted to play. And it was just like, um, uh, it was a Guitar Hero 2. And uh, my buddy Moose is really good at Guitar Hero, and I'm pretty good as well. And he would be my co-op partner for these. Like, you gotta get five stars on all the songs in co-op in Guitar Hero. And it's a little... Expert mode or... Yeah, oh yeah, on all all difficulties. So, he... Yeah, no, he carries the team or whatever. He's a lot better than me. I play with three fingers, not four. It's weird or whatever, but, like, I make it work. And if you, like, watch me play, it's it's very odd that I can play the way that I do, like, shifting my hand back and forth, like, as much as I do. Hey, one day you'll make a woman real happy with those three fingers. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> except I'm not left-handed. But um, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so... Um, in Guitar Hero 2, there's an achievement called Millionaire Pair, where you have to score a million points on a song, and um, it's kind of hard, uh, not going to lie. Um, so uh, What song did you choose? You can only do it on one song, I believe. It might be two. I'm not 100% on that. But you, we had to do it on Freebird. And, oh, figures. And Freebird, it's not a bad song. But it's, it's a long song, it's, though. It's long, and if you have to listen to it, like... Over and over so, and over. Yeah. So we played Freebird probably like five or six times or whatever. Because, I mean, you got to keep playing it so you, you know what you got to do. Yeah, you it's can't like repetition. Just, you got to yeah, get good you, at it. You can't just hop into it and... You can't just play it once and then p- stop and then play it. Oh, maybe I'll get it tomorrow or whatever. So we probably played it like 
like eight times in a row. And I mean, that song's pushing what, like eight, nine, ten minutes? Yeah, I think I, it's like I'm, an 11 minute song almost. I'm not 100% sure on that. But like, we were consistently getting like 990,000. And there was one, like, our final playthrough, we got like 999,009 change or something like that. So we're only like one note away. And I was just like, after like the song ended and like the outro starts to go and there's no more notes, and we're just like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. And then we got it the next time. Joe's like, I'll ne- I never want to hear Freebird again. No, if I listen to that song one more time, it will be too soon. <laughs> and then you they- gotta wait a couple years for it to actually. Uh, it's been it's been like a decade, and I still haven't listened to it. Um, we're good. <laughs> yeah, no, never again. So Guitar Hero Two is uh, at least the top one that you remember. Um, what would you say was your easiest or your uh, maybe even funnest achievements to get? Oh man, I don't even know. There's so many games that I've like enjoyed over the thoroughly enjoyed playing. Yeah, over the last like. Was it two, 2006? 13 years I've been doing this? I mean, I've played 1,700 games on my Xbox profile. I don't think there's, like, one that I can, like, very specifically pick out. Here's another question. How many um, how many consoles did you go through to have to do this? Did any of them, like, give you that good old red ring of death or...? Um, Did you get kind of lucky, and the one you got just kind of lasted? My launch 360 kind of crapped out, um, and then I bought a PlayStation 3 because I needed something to play, and I got that, and I got resist. It was, like, right when the PS3 took a $100 price hit. So it was, it was instead of 6 it was, like, $500, which is expe- still expensive, especially, like, when you're working, when you're, like, 18 and working at, like, a minimum wage job. I might have been 19 at the time. But um, I, don't know, I splurged on that, and I bought Resistance, and I played that. And Resistance is awesome. I don't know if anybody's actually played it. It's good for its time. I never tried it. Yeah, you would probably like it, actually. It's kind of like um, like a first-person Gears of War, okay. if I were to compare it. Like, I mean, like, there's aliens and stuff like that. and I mean, it's probably the most, like, the best thing I could compare it to. Um, they actually have like little oxygen tubes or whatever that they breathe through. It's probably not oxygen, whatever they breathe through. And if you like shoot out the little oxygen tubes that connect into their helmet or their neck or whatever, you can like watch them suffocate. It's kind of cool. <laughs> but um, right after that, I believe the uh, the Black Elite console came out, and I didn't have any issues with that at all. Um, and I the next time I had an issue with a console, which was actually the last time I've had an issue with a console, um, I imported consoles from Japan and from Europe, and my um, European one actually kind of crapped out and red ringed on me, which was kind of a pain to uh, get fixed. Because, um, like, when you call that 1 800 for my Xbox number, fill out like a thing online to get something fixed or whatever. Um, you have to make sure that you get... They'll send you a replacement console, and it might not be yours, and you have to make sure that, like, you want this very specific one back because they'll send you one from your region as opposed to yours, and you have to make sure that you want yours fixed because sometimes, like, importing something like a console, it's expensive, and it's not 
easy to do. Now, is would you? Is there like a difference between the con like imported consoles or like um, American made or? No, some of them just have like they make like extra like achievement lists for certain games and stuff like that. Like certain games will have like more than one list. Okay. So you could play this like a game that you enjoy um, more than once, or sometimes a game will launch in only certain countries and will not come out here. Like um, for example, um, Kick Ass Two. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I have. Yes. Um, there's actually a Kick-Ass 2 game on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and it only released in Germany. How much did you spend to get that game? Um, it actually wasn't that much. Um, so it released on the store, and it also released physically, but I didn't know that it released physically. So I just, uh, I bought some currency or whatever, I think it was like 30 euros, which was like 35 bucks to... It was like thirty-five-ish dollars to get the like the Xbox currency or Microsoft points or whatever it was at the time, um, or digital gift card, and I just had to sign in on that console on my. I had to create a German account and then buy. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Yeah, I. That's kind of weird. Yeah, no, you you go through bounds to do what I do, but um, yeah. So I bought like a gift card and then I bought it and I downloaded it and then I just played it on like my gamer tag. Um, about a year later, uh, one of my good friends found physical copies of that and another game that that developer made, or publisher, or whatever it is, and they, there was apparently, like, a very small physical run of it, and he found them, and I actually bought his because he found them for me, but they were so, they were only, like, $11 for each one, and I bought his copies, too, and then he shipped them to me. So I paid $44 for two copies of Kick-Ass and two copies of, uh, not Bloodborne. Bloodborne is the PS3, PS4 game. I think it's Battleborn or something? No. Yeah, I think, I think Battleborn sounds familiar. It's something like that, but it's awful. So I paid 44 bucks and got two copies of each sealed. Um, another question. Now, um, you mentioned a lot. Um, ha have you played games where there was no English dialogue? Uh, yeah, actually, um, if you tuned in for my million stream, I don't know if you saw yes. this. Um, I was playing a Japanese game that it was like it's like a text sim, kind of like uh, Stein's Gate released here. I'm trying to think of some examples that some people might have heard of. It's a somewhat popular anime, but they're usually based on like animes and stuff like that, and you kind of progress the story and stuff like that. Is there any uh, like English subtitles, or was it just kind of like you were just no blindly thrown into it and just had to. No. Hope for the best. Um, no, uh, people write actually pretty good guides for them. Okay. But as soon as you screw something up in one or you don't know, like, it's kind of hard to recover from it. And I was in the middle of my stream and I got lost because, um, like, this one has boss fights in it or whatever, like text-based boss fights and stuff like that. Oh, God. And um, you have to pick up certain items and you have to do certain things. And I got lost, like, in the middle of it. And I couldn't... You have to go, like, certain directions and stuff like that. It's called Deathmark. It's actually... It released here on the Switch and the Vita. And it might be on the PS4, too. I'm not 100% sure on that. But I know it's... It has English in... On the Switch and on the, the PlayStation Vita. And why it wasn't localized here or whatever when it's already localized i will never understand but i was playing it i got lost um i'm pretty good with 
like some characters like i know what yes and no look like and sometimes when i'm picking these like choices or whatever i'm like okay house house pretzel like i'm i'm trying to uh, yeah like there's You're like, like getting a japanese lesson even though yeah no i don't know what it says but like i'm like looking like at like a walkthrough and it's like oh to get this achievement you pick this choice right here or whatever i'm like okay house pretzel um backwards three um like that and like i'm matching up the symbols uh it gets a little wild sometimes um they're usually pretty sexual in nature like when you play them yeah i think it's like a japanese thing though man there was definitely a nipple in that one that i played jap <laughs> japanese love sex they love it they I love mean, cartoon sex they do they love anime titties with two d's um yeah but you know like when you look at the real ones they blur it out right <laughs> what's going on nope what are, you, what are you doing over there nope but they'll <laughs> fucking show you anime titties left and right they don't give a shit now, um, some of these games um, that you have, I mean, you had mentioned uh, like Kick-Ass 2, for example, was a specifically a German release. Yes. If you were to wait a couple years down the line, do you think there would be a demand for a game like that and that you might be able to make back more than you spent on that? You mean to, like, resell it? Yes. Um, I believe that one sells more than what I paid for it. Just because, like, I pay, I technically paid 11 bucks for it. So it goes for a little bit more than that. Um, the reason why there's, like, other games that get, like, releases like that is certain countries have uh, censorship laws and stuff like that, which is sometimes why you get, um, like, an additional version of a game. Like, um, a lot of shooters in Germany get extra versions. Um, Rainbow Six Vegas 2 is a prime example, and um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wolfenstein is another one. Because I guess in Germany, it is illegal to sh portray the swastika in media, rightfully so, probably. Um, so they basically take the game, release it here, release it in the UK and Australia and stuff like that, and in usually it's France and Germany. Um, they just washed the whole swastika out. Well, I think it was, um, I think I was looking up a video on Wolfenstein 2. And, um, I, th I remember seeing something where they said, I, it was, I think I was watching a video on YouTube. It was like a Watch Mojo video. And they had mentioned that where they took the swastikas out in the Germany release. And they also got, I, th I can't remember exactly. Don't quote me on this, but I heard they like kind of depicted Hitler differently. Or like that he wasn't even in the game or something? Um, in Wolfenstein, Hitler, in the first one, he is a robot. Are you talking about like the original, like the old school, like Doom style? No, 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 no. Or are you talking no. about the first actual? No, no, no. Um, so there was the ones from the 90s, I want to say. Is that about right? Yeah, I believe like 90s. late 80s, early 90s. 90s. I remember like... that one because there was Mecha Hitler and he was like the final yeah. boss. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's the 2009 one, which I did not play, because that one was, like, only okay. And then there's um, Wolfenstein, the, the, new, order, the new Order, and then there's The Old Blood, which is, like, a little expansion. I didn't like that one, by the way. First Wolfenstein, fantastic game. Old Blood, that expansion, has, like, zombies and, like, spiritual <clears throat> shit in it or whatever. Well, um, something that turned me off to that series was the fact that um, the protagonist got his fucking head cut off. And the second one, are like, yeah, we just attach your head to a new body. 
Oh, yeah, no. Um, like, what, dude? I mean, I understand it's a video game. You know, the laws of nature and physics and biology may not exactly appeal to real life because it's a game. But still, dude, it was hard for me to kind of grasp that. Yeah, I would partly agree with you, except for the fact that um, Hitler was into a lot of weird shit, like technology-wise and stuff like that. Um, so it's almost like it kind of made sense. Yeah, no, it like the fact that he would try something like that, or like he would have his army or doctors or scientists be willing to cut a man's head off and see. I mean, he wasn't the one that reattached the head, but the fact that like that sort of technology kind of like exists in that game does not surprise me at all. Like, because he was into a lot of like weird stuff, like that would like like weird stuff that like advanced technology that you wouldn't even think of, like. Especially, I mean, within that time frame, it was probably... Glocke. You know about Glocke? I do not. Uh, the Nazi bell? Oh, I need to hear about this one. Uh, it's actually a conspiracy theory, and there's not very much on it. It was on an episode of Ancient Aliens, and there's uh, talk about it. Some people think it's time travel. Some people think it's, like, I don't know, like, something or whatever. But apparently a lot of scientists died while working on whatever this project is. And there's not very much information about it. And some people seem to think that when we went home from World War II, we took it with us. So it's kind of like a, um, it's like an urban legend almost. Yeah, I don't know. I'm big on like the whole like conspiracy theories and stuff. You ever hear the, um, what do they call that, the uh, Mandela effect? Yes. Do you believe in that? Mm, the only one that I actually find credible is the Berenstein Bears. Ooh. That's the only one. All right. I'm interested because my mom used to read those to me as a kid like a motherfucker. Yeah. What is this one? I've, I've never heard of the Mandela effect or the Bernstein Bears. Oh, so the Berenstein Bears, uh, if you actually look at it, I believe it's the Berenstain Bears with an A and not an E. Really? Yeah, that's like the whole, that's like one of the big ones from that. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I was young. So I remember just it being called the Bernstein Bears. Yeah, apparently it's not. But the Berenstein Bears would make more would make more sense though, because they're fucking bears. <laughs> yeah. Was that their name? Was the was the Bernsteins their name? I don't remember. Like, I mean, it's been like twenty plus years, twenty six, twenty five years. All right, we're gonna look this up because now I'm curious. <laughs> we're gonna look this up as we talk. Um, again, guys, thank you for joining us here. I'm here with my man Joe. Joe is the 57th person in the entire fucking world to achieve a million gamer score on Xbox, or I guess Microsoft, you could say. Um, I think I kind of asked this question a little earlier. Um, <clears throat> I didn't really, I wanted to elaborate on it. I saw that on Twitter, Microsoft kind of gave you like a nice little congratulations message. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, but did they do anything specific for you? Like, did they send you anything or even like email you and say, hey man, like, thank you so much for your... Uh, for your, you know, devotion to Microsoft and X, Y, and Z. I mean, dude, that's a, like you said, that's a lot of money. Um, you would think they would kind of try to hook you up a bit or something. Like, I mean, I feel like if you're hitting a million gamer score like that, that should just be free Xbox Live subscription for life. Yeah, the first person who actually did it um, ended up with that. I don't know if anybody else has gotten it since. I did get a pretty cool uh, congratulations message, um, but I do get a hookup kind of like every once in a while um 
I don't really talk about it that much. Um, but on like launch day, I got a free Xbox One like sent to me. And then the S came out and I got one of those. And the X came out and I got one of those. And the Elite controller came out and I got one of those. I don't kind of, I don't like openly talk about it that much because. You got to hear that guy's is exclusive right here. Yeah. No, I don't like to talk about it all that much because um, like everybody's like, oh yeah, no, you're full of shit or whatever. It's like, whatever, man. Like you're some fucking schlub on the fucking internet. Yeah, right? Some in- Suck my whole butt. My some internet warrior. Yeah. His, his biggest adder, uh, ally is a keyboard. Yeah. Um. Now the the ones that they sent you, did you keep them? Did you sell them? What did you do with them? Um. I mean, I would. I mean, especially with what you were you were trying to achieve. To me, I'm like, all right, I would keep that shit because God forbid the one I have breaks down. Yeah. I'll have this backup one. Okay, so, um, the day one like vc 1980s vcr xbox one um <laughs> i don't know how else to explain it the fat console that or thing whatever. was huge the thing dude. is massive um, looked, you're right it looked like a cable box or it did look like a vcr yeah it looks like a vcr from the 80s yeah, or basically. whatever it's i mean i get it though because when the 360 came out they had issues with it overheating so they made sure that there was a fan in that thing big enough to not have it overheat so they don't run into another red ring issue. So it was about keeping it cool. So I get it. Um, I have, I have two of those right now. Um, there's, they're both upstairs in my house, like connected to other TVs. I use them as stream boxes basically. And uh, my stepdad plays like, like some older games on it or whatever stuff that he likes. He's he doesn't play very much. He's really into boxing. So I have uh, Fight Night Champion on there. That's backwards compatible. So. He plays that sometimes, and he usually like uses it for like Netflix and stuff. Um, so that's what I use the old consoles for. The disc trays are kind of shot in them. Like I don't know how else to explain it or whatever, but you basically have to like kind of like take the disc, and in order to get it to read the disc, you have to kind of like cock tease it in order to like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to explain it or whatever, but you like you have to hold the disc or whatever and then like the vacuum tray will try and suck it in or whatever and it's like no 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 no, no. you can't have that no 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 no. okay there you go it's just like and it's like just giving it just the tip yeah no you <laughs> until give it, it's like, ready for the whole thing yeah no you just got to give it the tip of the disc or whatever and let it try <laughs> yeah and let it try and take it in the tip of the disc yeah <laughs> i don't know how else to explain it but that's what you got to do you got to like tease it a little and it's like okay now you can have this guy and then Oh my god! I'm and sorry. then it'll I, read the disc. I can't get over that. <laughs> I had to tease it with the tip for a little bit until it was ready for the whole thing, you know. Yeah. No. I. That's how it. Like the disc trays are shot in those or whatever, and that's how it reads them. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, the S. Both my S consoles. One I gave away. The other is I. I just gave it away. Um, the other one is at my buddy's house. Um, cause he had gotten hurt at work or whatever, like, uh, last year, and, uh, he didn't have anything to do, so I kind of just, like, dropped it off or whatever with, like, a bunch of new games that came out at the time, like, Shadow of War, Monster Hunter, from, um, I don't even know what the new Monster Hunter is called, because I bought so many games, like, Dragon Ball Fighters or whatever, like, he has a whole bunch of my games or whatever, and he, like, hurt his back like a dumbass trying to carry mm. a, a fucking, lift what with, it, lift, no, lift with his legs. 
Bro, he had a treadmill in the basement, and he tried to carry the treadmill out of the basement by himself. Oh, God. Like, what are you... Was this, like, one of those, like, fucking 1980s treadmills or just obnoxiously huge? It doesn't matter. It's a treadmill. It's a two-person <laughs> job. It's a two-person job. That might be a three-person job, depending on the treadmill, man. I don't know, man. But, yeah, he hurt his back or whatever. He totally blew out his back. So, he just dropped off the Xbox or whatever with, like, a bunch, a whole bunch of new games or whatever. And I just haven't gone over there. To, I, I mean, I've been there. I just haven't picked it up because I don't care. He usually watches, like, Hulu on it or whatever. That's, like, a man thing, though. I feel like like every guy is always, like, no matter what it is, like, I could, I could deal with it. I could handle it. I yeah. don't need no help. Yeah, this is why women live longer than men. That is very true. Because we do dumb shit. I was, I was gonna say we're stupid, man. Yeah, we're men, stupid. We don't ask, we don't ask for fucking directions. Like we don't ask for help. We think hitting things fixes them. Half the time it does. It I'm does. Not, yeah. I, I will agree with you there. But maybe not half. Maybe a quarter. But there's a good good chance that a good screaming at or a slap kind of fixes a an elbow. An, a good technological issue you might be experiencing. Um, yeah, um, like, I mean, you just see videos of, like, dumb shit, like, dudes, like, standing on top of the ladder with, like, one foot or whatever, like, leaning over, it's just shit like that, um, but yeah, and, um, I have two X's, uh, one is hooked up to my, um, television, which I game on a KS8000, uh, which is a Samsung TV, um, very nice, um, very expensive. They don't make them anymore, and they actually sell for more than the they sold for originally. No shit. Uh, yeah, the new MU, mo I think it's MU or NU models or whatever, which are, it's basically the same TV. They're made shittier and cheaper, but they're the same price, so the KS models go for a lot more. Fun fact. Um, I have one X on there, and one is still sealed. I haven't even opened it. Damn, dude. Imagine trying to do a giveaway on that. Yeah, no thanks. You get flooded, man. Flooded. Yeah. Fucking flooded. You remember the times where, like, I mean, I remember, like, playing Nintendo games, dude, blowing into the cartridge to make it work? Yeah. Yeah, no. We've uh, we've we've moved along from days of doing that, and now we're just teasing, uh, teasing our consoles with the tip of a disc. God, how life has uh, progressed. Yeah. Now, um, was there, like, was there, like, um, were you... Do you feel like you were rushed at all to to achieve this, or do you feel like did you like when you first decided, all right, I'm gonna go for a million gamer score? Were you like, you know, was there maybe only like 30 people who achieved it, and you're like, I want to try to be 31, and then like like at what point did you're like, when did it become like I I don't want to say like a competition for you, but when did it become like um something that you were like, all right, I'm doing this and I. And did you have an idea in your head of, like, what person or what number person you wanted to be to achieve this? Um, I actually have been following the leaderboards for a little while just to see how, um, there was, like, a point where I was, like, just out of the hundreds. And I was like, okay, well, I want to be top hundred. And I got there or whatever. And then for the longest time or whatever, I hovered between... 87 and 93 and i just i couldn't get that 86th or whatever because it was just like i would come home and i'd be tired or whatever and then i just kind of fall behind and there was just like i don't know if there was just like six of us or whatever and we would just kind of like all rotate Go back and yeah forth. back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and then there was one day i'm actually looking at my 
my scores for the um, for the years. So it was like 2015, I would say, was probably where I got around there. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure on that. Might be later. Um, 2015, I scored 72,000 points, which is a lot Damn. for like an average person. Cause like, I think the average score is like around like 15,000. It might be more now with like game pass and stuff like that. And more people playing more games. Um, so 72,000, um, the year after that, which was, and you could actually look at this. Um, there's bar graphs and stuff like that. Now, is this something that, um, even like if you take a screenshot of that, is that, is that something you would uh, feel comfortable posting on your Twitter? Yeah, I don't care. Because uh, that'd be uh, pretty interesting for people to look at, I think. Yeah. So there's like 2015, and it's like um, it, uh, January and February, March, or whatever is like kind of where I catch up, if you see that. And then uh, you'll see kind of where baseball season starts. Because I watch a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you'll notice where baseball season starts. Um this is where I kind of <laughs> fell out for three months. Cause yeah, was... no, I kind of fell out a little bit for a few months. Um, You're an Orioles fan, right? Marlins. Marlins? Right, right, Marlins. Um, yeah, you'll kind of see where that starts. And then, like, you'll see kind of, like, August, September, October, whatever. It starts so picking up a bit It starts more. picking up a little bit because I'm like, shit, well, I've been kind of slacking a little bit. Um, so I pick it up. And then towards the end of the year when the season's over, I kind of pick it up. But, like, 2016, 17, and 18 – um, I, 20, what's it called? 2016, I got 117,000. So like I increased 50,000 that year, which is a pretty good chunk of change. Um, and I started off strong and then I kind of, kind of kept going and I kind of tailed off for two months and then kind of picked it back yeah. up. It looks like. Yeah. And then it was probably around 2017 where I actually made it like a goal to do the same thing for a month. Yeah, it looks a little more consecutive in 2017. Yeah, 2017. Um, so something I wanted to do or whatever, I wanted to be consistent because I would slack off in those baseball months or like around Christmas time because Christmas sucks like working all the time or whatever because like when you when you operate like a store it gets busy and then you end up staying late or whatever but i made it my goal in around like the second half of the year i wanted to get ten thousand points a month or whatever and just be consistent so i did that for probably like a year and a half i would say um like where i would just try and score ten thousand a month and just keep it consistent. And, like, if I got more, that would be good. And I did it for probably, like, a year and a half to two years. And then there was, like, one month or whatever where I was, like, I want to do 1,000 points a day. And, yeah, I did 31,025 for that month. Jesus. Yeah. I see. I, I don't know how you do that, man. I mean, there's times where, like, there's times where, it's like, I'm, like, you know what? I, I, I work. I open today, and I'm going to get out by 2 o'clock. So I only I only I'll only work like a ten hour shift today, and when I go home I'm gonna stream. And then yeah. I get home, dude, and I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not. I'm just gonna lay down and chill. like I don't know how you overcame that, man, because that shit for me is hard to overcome. Once yeah, you I, see once that big I hit spike that right laziness, there. Oh yeah, holy shit. Thirty one thousand twenty, for that month. That was uh, what was it? What month was this? Uh, March, March of last year. Yeah, March of last year. So um, almost a year ago now. Yeah. Last year, I put up uh, almost 160,000. Holy shit. And I'm at about 30 this year, I think, so far. But I'm kind of taking a break. Now, when you... Well, you know what? I mean, I feel like you kind of achieved something that you were working towards. So, yeah, I feel like it's kind of that point. Like, you know, I achieved this. Let me kind of take a step back. And yeah. 
you know, re regain my composure. I mean, dude, I mean, like I said, you were, you were probably playing a lot of fucking games. You're like, just, yeah. I can only imagine. There are times where I sit there and I'm like, I'll go to like, to like a GameStop or something and I'll be looking at games and I look at a game I'm like, no. Like, this is something I would, like, no. Like, I could only imagine being in your shoes and you're like, well, I have no choice because <laughs> I'm working towards something and this is going to help that something. Yes and no. Um, so, uh, there are definitely some shameful ones that I've played. Do um, you want to talk about them? I would love to talk about them. Okay, so um, this one was actually kind of expensive uh, for me to acquire because it is actually an imported game. It was only released in the UK and Australia. Uh, it's called My Horse and Me Too. Oh, God. Um, yeah, you just kind of do – you kind of just, like, ride around a horse and, like, groom them for uh... – Okay, see, I was saying it sounded way different. Yeah, no. I was thinking this was going to be some bestiality title or something. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a little girl's game. Um, it, it's <laughs> actually quite expensive um, for a copy of it. For just taming horses. So it's like Red Dead 2 without all the murder. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so um, I bought it a long, 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 long time ago. It was like right um, probably late 2000s. And um, it's actually pretty expensive because it's actually kind of rare. Uh, I paid about $65 for it, which is pretty pricey for a pretty bad game. That's it, Well, dude, that's um, was it brand new when you got it? No, it was pre-owned. Jesus Christ, $65? Okay. Most um, new games plus tax go for like 63 something Yeah. And you paid 65 How How old was this game when it came out? Um, I think it was about a year old oh at the time. Oh, my God, dude. I have terrible cell phone reception Those in this studio. People, uh, yeah, it's 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 this building. Okay, so um, there's one copy on eBay right now. Holy sh! All right, there's a copy of this fucking game, My Horse and Me Two, for one hundred nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Hundred and ten fucking dollars for a game where you primarily just groom and ride a horse. Yeah. It's it's rare, like stuff like that is, because I mean, like it like obviously got a very small print. Because I mean, it's like catching a mew. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, what's it? I mean, um, small print. I mean, the market for horse carrying on consoles probably not all that big. Yeah, probably um, like a, you know, two a zero point zero two percent. Yeah. Games. So it is kind of rare. Um, I paid sixty five dollars for it. And um, I was comfortable paying that, um, unfortunately. Um, I It's from the UK. I ordered it from someone that had it in Canada. And for, like, the longest time, it did not come. You want to buy this game, eh? Yeah, you want to buy this game, eh? Um, but, yeah, for the longest time, it didn't come. And I'm, like, messaging the seller. I'm, like, yo. Like, did where... you fuck me? Like, come on, dude. No, I mean, well, like. Did you pay first or? Yeah, it's eBay, so you always pay first. Okay. But, I mean, like, PayPal's got your back. But I'm like, yo, where's my game? Where's my game? Where's my game? Where's my game? And the guy doesn't message me back, so I'm just like, whatever he did. I know that it takes a little while with customs. Like, I get I get it. I I import stuff literally all the time. How, now, how long did you wait before you messaged him? Um, About three and a half weeks. 
that's appropriate. Yeah. That's that's appropriate. I, I import stuff all the time from Canada, from the UK, from France, from, like, Iceland I bought a game from. So you feel like you Australia, have like, Japan. You feel like you have a rough idea of what the time frame may or may not be for receiving these it's games. It's usually said. about 10 to 12 days it takes to come. Um, I had one issue. I don't know if you remember this. When the volcano went off in Iceland or whatever. I do remember that, yes. Um, I ordered some stuff from the UK, and because of that, it kind of, like, affected the airmail, so it had to kind of go, like, backwards around the world for it to come to me. Joe's like, listen, guys, I know you're all suffering from a volcano explosion, but... No, no, no. So, I mean, like... Capitalism? I... I want what I paid for? Yeah, no. So, like, when there was that issue, it took about, like, a month for it to come just because they had to detour it so much uh like in order for it to come which i mean i get yeah exactly um, i mean they're so, facing a natural disaster they're probably putting all their yeah. time money and resource into that well yeah i'm assuming that you also can't fly a plane over volcanic a volcano ash. yep <laughs> um but anyways yeah so i'm messaging this guy about my terrible horse game or whatever and he's not messaging me back and so i open up a case and i'm like yo like can I get my money back or whatever, eBay? Like, I know you got my back because I paid with PayPal or whatever. The seller didn't respond to me at all. And I kind of want this, so I'm going to buy another one and probably spend, like, a little bit more money. So eBay's like, okay, Joe, or whatever. And they mess they do their thing where they message the seller and stuff like that. And um, I get my money back. And I don't like and then i start kind of shopping around and then the only ones that are available now are like 95 dollars, and i'm like well fuck this not buying that again for that Almost much 35 dollars more yeah there's a price there's a price point where i'm comfortable paying something 65 i w already was not that comfortable paying with or whatever at the time or whatever but i splurged and then like a week later it came so i didn't pay for it i would see now i wonder if ebay had to pay him based off that no they didn't have to pay him oh so that guy he got... didn't send it with any tracking or anything like that and i messaged him like enough times like sorry bro well it sounds like i kind of like... stole your game but like you're yeah, bad you also sh you should have yeah no especially if you're selling something like that he should have been more um more on top of something like that i mean it's money man you're fucking with someone's money dude he didn't even market it shipped that's the thing he just sent it what a jackass he's probably like 13 yeah it's probably a 12 year old girl <laughs> Maybe. You make $65 off my pony game? Um, so anyways, there's that. Um, uh, there's another shame game that I have or whatever, which I... The, the horse game wasn't that funny. Um, like, it was just kind of... Like, it was simple. It was straight to the point or whatever. You just go around and you ride the horses. You jump over the little fences or whatever <laughs> in the horse competitions and stuff. Um, the second shame game, which I probably get shamed for, and... Um, you know Criv, obviously. Of course. Um, Criv and his brother would break my balls about this one because I always said that um, I would play it if, or I would play one if it ever existed or whatever. I always said that I would play a Barbie game. Um, and one finally came out. And it's uh, Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. Oh, no. <laughs> and I am looking at it from the surface. Uh, it's a shame game. Um, playing it, I actually want to recommend it to you. Really? Um, wow. Okay, so it's All not... Right, I'm interested. Okay, so I'm going to talk about this. So it's not really Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. It's more like 
Barbie and her sister's puppy kidnapping ring. <laughs> I don't know, like, okay. Barbie's dog fighting ring. No, 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 like kidnap. Okay, so, like, you're walking around or riding your bicycle around in this very little, um, like, cul-de-sac of, like, expensive houses. And there's just, like, a dog chilling in someone's yard, and you're like, oh, what up, boy? You're kind of dirty. Let me just take you back to my my Barbie dream puppy house. paradise place or whatever, and I'm just gonna like soap you up and give you a bath or whatever, and then I'm gonna train you how to catch a frisbee, and then you're gonna sell the puppy. That is fucked. So yeah, that is literally puppy theft. That's puppy theft auto, Barbie edition. Holy shit. What kind of achievements were in that game? Like steal thirty dogs? Uh, you have to um. You have to, uh, like... I'm sorry, save 30 dogs, yeah, quote-unquote. Yeah. Save. Quote-unquote. Um, no, it's like, you gotta, like, bathe X amount of dogs. You gotta, um, what's it called? Um, you have to deflit or detick or deflee them. all, like, anti-worm um, vax and stuff. Yeah, give so many treats, um, th- teach them how to do tricks, stuff like that. Now, could you have accidentally, like, overfed your dog and kill it? No, uh, there's no just... killing dogs in the Barbie puppy I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I, it's a curious question. It would be kind of funny if you signed back and it's like, yeah, by the I, way, Fido has died because you fed it too much. I want you to play it, though. <laughs> God damn. I, I feel like it would make an interesting stream. I'm sorry. Do you, do you have it still? Oh yeah, bro. When I say I have a complete 360 library, I'm not lying. Do you know what? I think I might. I think I might have to borrow that and play that. <laughs> I think I might have to stream that. It's it's definitely interesting yeah, to my, say the least. My fans would love that. Oh, here's a kid who goes from playing fucking RPGs and survival horrors. He's playing fucking Barbie's Puppy Rescue. Look at my mustache. That would be <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> fancy. That would be awesome though. I think I might have to stream that. That's fucking great. Were there any um? I mean, you talked about um, the Barbie game and also the horse game. Were there any other games that you were like, I don't want to say ashamed of, but like more like, why the fuck am I playing this? Like, why am I doing this? Any mm. games like that that you kind of like you questioned your own self moral or your character for getting? Hmm. I think what I'm trying to ask: Were there any fucking weird Japanese hentai games? Not really. No. I remember hearing of a game a long time ago called uh, Rape Play. I did not even know that existed, yeah, honestly. Yeah, and of course it was a, it was it came out in Japan and it was a really fucking it was a fucked up game. It was a weird game, man. It was fucking Yeah, no, I mean there's but just leave it to Japan, I guess. Yeah, no. They're pretty in moderation of what they are. Um Oh, actually there is one. I have not played it, but I own it. Um it's called Galgun. Okay. It sounds, sounds interesting. Okay, so um, you kind of shoot... Uh, it's on the PS4 also, here in America. So you could probably get an English version of it. But um, the whole um, premise of it is it's like a shoot 'em up or something like that. Um, or a... It could probably work with a light gun too if they actually developed the peripheral for it. Um, but you shoot anime-looking ladies um, with your quote-unquote love gun. <laughs> it's it's a dick, isn't it? No, it's not. It's an actual, it's an actual gun. It's, it's called okay, a, it's, it's called a, a love gun. A love I don't know gun. what it looks like. I don't know what it looks like. I have it. I have not played it. But um, the I, game exists here. It's on the PS4. Uh, do you have a PS4? I do not. Okay. Actually, my brother does. I could convince him to let me borrow it. 
Yeah, go ask John or whatever. Um, I wonder if Twitch would allow you to stream that. I do not know. Actually, I must also say I admire your uh, your Goku background. Thank you. Very much so. Did you watch Broly? Uh, I did. How did you feel about it? Um, Sorry, I you guys were sidetracking here. I'm big Dragon no, no, Ball no. fan. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, what's it called? I liked it. Um, but I did only watch the cam feed with subtitles. Okay. So, um, which uh, got pulled from the internet, and it's actually only available on Pornhub right now. God bless Pornhub, dude. <laughs> so I watched the cam feed on Pornhub. Um, fun fact of the day. Um, and then I found a copy to watch, but it didn't have subtitles. So then I watched oh, it in boy. Japanese. But, I mean, I kind of already knew what happened. The visuals in that movie are fantastic. They really were. Especially, like, I really enjoyed the uh, Broly POV shots of him being the shit out of Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. Also, I found it fucking hilarious. I don't know if you got to the part where um, Goku and Vegeta were running from Broly, and they kind of threw him to Frieza. <laughs> Just so yeah. they could, so they could uh, do the fusion technique. Oh, God, that was great. I don't know. I really enjoyed what they did with the movie. Um, I kind of like a little better of the reason why Broly can't stand Vegeta or Goku. More so Vegeta. But, um... The ending to me was weak. They kind of made him in almost like a, like a good guy, and I, I just wasn't for that. I'm like Broly's a fucking, he's a he's a force to be reckoned with. He's a powerhouse. He shouldn't be a, an ally to Goku and, and company. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And um, I wonder where this is gonna lead Dragon Ball next, man. I wonder if they're gonna do anything else. I wonder what kind of story um, arcs are gonna do from here. They're doing another season of Super. Thank God. I read into it. I don't remember what it was about. But they are definitely doing another um, season. I wonder if they're going to have anything to do with Jiren now, too. Uh, Maybe. I, I I think they're doing something with the Galactic Patrol. Oh, with, okay. um, Yeah, that what's fucking... A, that, what's his name? I can't remember. I haven't that, watched That little weird-looking motherfucker, though. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I was... um At first, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't a big fan of... I wasn't a big fan of Battle of the Gods. But once I started warming up to the idea of there being forms past Super Saiyan, I was like, okay, I guess I could fuck with this still. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. I really enjoyed the tournament, the tournament of power personally. Yeah. I, I thought that was a great arc and um, great visuals. Um, I mean, I'll never forget Goku riding off Kefla's beam and just fucking blasting her away with a Kamehameha. Oh, where he grinded on it like it was Tony Hawk oh, skater. Dude, it was nothing to him, dude. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> One of the best Kamehameha's he's ever delivered, man. The best. I think my biggest complaint with Dragon Ball is that there's so many, like, um... Especially for the Saiyans, it seems like there's just so many certain transformations they could go through or, or do. And I'm like... Especially with Goku. I'm like, alright, when's enough enough? Like, when... Like, can you ever stop exceeding? I don't know if you caught this or not. Um, I actually screenshotted it when I watched it, like when I watched the better feed of it, or I took a picture of it on my television. But um, so Vegeta turned Super Saiyan yep. in the movie, and it was a, a, it was green. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like a close representation. Right yep, of of a legendary Super Saiyan for which, a second, which I would think would make the most sense for him. Because and see, I always, I always, I mean, I'm a I'm a Vegeta fanboy, dude. Yeah, I'm Vegeta over Goku. So uh, he's got more character development. He does. Speak. I mean, dude, look where he's come from. You yeah. know, 
being like at first he wanted to kill Goku, then he became an ally to him, then when he got possessed by uh Bobbity, he wanted to kill him again, became good. I loved Vegeta. I think he has cooler move. I mean, the Kamehameha is cool, dude, but the Gallic Gun and Final Flash, I will take over Spirit Bomb and Kamehameha any day. I don't I don't like the Spirit Bomb like at all or whatever cuz it's just like I mean, like, a lot of these moves, you're, like, charging up or whatever, but, like, and I get it. Like, sometimes they take, like, a little bit of time, and sometimes you're, like, yo, you, like, accept this or whatever. But, like, Goku's literally standing there the like spirit, an asshole with his arms in the air for the longest time. Not and defending then, himself. Not defending himself. He can't defend himself. I think he did a little bit against Boo. I don't remember. It's been a while since I watched it. But, like, and then, like, everybody's just, like, distracting, like, the bad guy, and it's just, like... Oh, where's this other asshole? Like, the strongest one I've been fighting. As there's a giant fucking ball of energy, like, yeah. above all of them. And he's just like, where's and then you, like, look up, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's basically blotting <laughs> what is out. that? It's blotting out the sun, and it's dark now, and you're like, oh, fuck, look at that. Yeah, I think, I do think, I think you're right there. I think the spirit bomb, it takes too long to prep. Yo, he loaded that thing up in the Tournament of Power, though. Yes, he did. And it seemed like it was a lot quicker, though, too. Than it usually than it usually took. Well, I mean, he was taking power from all of like seven people, especially in the um. I, you know what? Another thing I didn't really like though too is I feel like seventeen came out of nowhere. I'm fine with it. I liked seventeen. I still do, but I just feel like it was like I don't know. I mean, dude, you haven't heard a word about in or from seventeen since really the Cell Saga. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, shit, we should get 17 on our team for the tournament. Well, he was a park ranger, and he was kind of just, like, minding his own business. I mean, that's the way, like, those androids or whatever, like, the the present tense ones, I guess, were always kind of, like, wanted to mind their own business. And I don't know if that's just, like, a like a thing that was, like, kind of reflected on, like, changing the past or whatever from Trunks' arc. Because in Trunks' world, they're killing machines. Mm-hmm. And in the present time, 19 and 20 were the like the killing machines. And 17 and 18 were kind of like a mix. And then 16 was just kind of chill. It's like they just got worse as it developed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just I, I like 17. Um, I, I always liked uh, 17 over 18, but I just I just didn't like how to me he came out of nowhere. Man, when he blew, when he like put up that like those beams to stop that stop that big attack or whatever, just give like Goku and Vegeta like 30 extra seconds. That was badass. Yes, that was. Where he had to self destruct to stop that blast, and I you al- thought he was dead for like 10 episodes. Well, that was also um. I also didn't like, um, oh, as a side note, I, I don't know what made me think of this, but I loved the baseball episode, too, in Super. Oh, the baseball episode is the fucking best one. It is the best Dude, filler it really episode. Is. It really was the best filler. It blows the driving episode out of the water. Bro, I, and that was one of the best filler episodes ever. I lost my fucking shit seeing Yamcha again in the same position he found himself when he first Nappa, dude. And when Goku was like, oh, this looks familiar, dude. I lost my shit, Did man. you see there's a pop vinyl for that? There is? There's a dead Yamcha no! pop vinyl. Sign me up, dude. I need to get it, me that. It's probably expensive because it was a Comic-Con exclusive, but it exists, and it is amazing. That is fucking hilarious, dude. Please find that. Hold on. 
that up. Look that up real quick. Yeah, I um, I, I have to buy that vinyl when I have a chance, dude. That's thirty bucks is nothing. It is so worth that. I mean, Yamcha Dead is the only Yamcha I want. Um, you know, also let's take a quick uh, quick little thing here. Um, a buddy, actually. For those of you listening, um, I had mentioned Joe is on Twitter. You can also find him on Twitch. But my man also has his own podcast with a few buddies. So we're going we're gonna to go ahead and uh, do a nice little shameless plug here of that. Uh, yeah, I'm actually on the uh, Entirely X podcast. Um, it's something that I've uh, recently joined. Um, about 30 episodes in um, with Mike, Ben, and Tyler. And we talk about gaming news. We talk about achievements and stuff like that because they're they're into the achievement, like the gamer score and all the Xbox achievement stuff too. Um, my score is probably the three of theirs combined, if we're being <laughs> honest. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but um, they're I'm comfortable enough to say it though. Yeah, um, but yeah, we talk about like what we play. We do it usually weekly. Um, sometimes we skip a week because adulting which is terrible sometimes. Yeah. And I also feel like sometimes, like, entertainment, like, not a lot happens in a week. Yeah, you know? sometimes. So it's like, what am I going to go into and talk about, you know? Yeah, so we talk about, like, uh, news. We usually pick a show topic. This week was we talked about uh, media bias towards, um, like, first-party games and stuff like that. Like, a lot of Sony-exclusive games get, like, 90-pluses and Crackdown sitting at a 60 on Metacritic, um, which I kind of agree with. Um, that's what we talked about this week. I don't know if that episode is live yet, but it's uh, at entirely underscore X on Twitter. Um, but we talk about stuff like that. Um, I get to listen to these three dweebs talk about uh, Fortnite or uh, Apex Legends every week or whatever. Oh. Um, Apex Legends I am pretty interested in trying out. Listen, guys, all right, I respect you. If you know Joy, Joy, wow, if you know Joe, I respect you. But Fortnite, guys... Come on. Fortnite? Yeah. Um, they're not playing Fortnite right now. They're playing Apex Legends. Did you download that? I did not. Um, so Apex Legends is the new Battle Royale hotness, I guess to say. Is it a free game? or? It is free. There's skins and stuff like that, and they're, they're going to start doing seasons and stuff like that. It's made by Respawn, which I don't know if you know anything about Respawn, but they made uh, Titanfall 1 and 2. Oh. Okay. And I don't know if you've played those. I, I played the first one. Okay. I, I really liked the first one. The second one is better, um, but nobody bought it because um, they kind of... I, I don't know how else to explain it other than they fucked up. Um, so Gears of War came out first week of October. Then a week and a half later, Battlefield, 5, Battlefield 1... Was it Battlefield 1 came out? And then the week after that, Titanfall came out. And then the week after that, Call of Duty came out. So they literally sandwiched that game between three heavy hitters. And so it's like they kind of got unlucky with their release. Yeah, so you're you're fighting over the same $60. And not everybody's going to buy four shooting games that come out in a month span. One, maybe two. Um, so I think they kind of shorted themselves on that. Um, those... Um, guys, I think it's Vince Zampella and Jason West. I think I think one of them might not be there. I think Jason West isn't there anymore. Not 100% sure on that. But they also uh, did two of your probably favorite games from the 360 days, um, Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2. 
that's their work, which are two of the more favored Call of Duties, yeah. I would say. Um, I'm not going to lie. I personally was never a Call of Duty fan. I was only a big fan of like Call of Duty 3 and 4. Um, that is 4. That is 4? Modern Warfare 1 is Call of Duty 4. Okay. So that is their work. I was thinking, I, I don't know. I, the only ones I could think of are like the old World War 1 and 2 ones that yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, but, uh, you know, again, uh, I'm sorry to, you know, make you say this again about your uh, the podcast that you're on. You want to just drop the link? Let us know like what the link is for those um, listening? Yeah, it's uh, on Twitter. It's at entirely underscore X. And uh, on Twitter, I'm at CoolKidJoeXBL. And again, guys, don't worry, because uh, if you just look in the description of this podcast, we'll have uh, Joe's Twitter, um, probably his Twitch, too. If we can manage to find a link for the uh, podcast, we'll throw that baby in there, too. <clears throat> do you have any, um, do you have any uh, suggestions for people who are trying to maybe reach a high gamer score or a million gamer score even more? Like, do you have any, like... Um, words of wisdom for people who are trying to do something like this um yeah i mean i i'm pretty i don't really give a shit about like money and stuff like that because like i have to i mean like i if something's easy and it's quick i'll just fucking buy it that day if it's like an appropriate price um but there's definitely more budget conscious ways that you could do what i do um, Rata Leica Games or whatever, they release a lot of easy games and they're usually in the 5 to $7 range or whatever and you can knock them out in like a couple hours. Those Neo Geo games that I was talking about, um, a lot of those are really easy. They're on Xbox and PC too and they double up on the lists. Um, some of them are easy, some of them are frustrating, but they're usually like three hours or less. Some of them you can do in like 10 minutes. Um, get like the full thousand points um, but there's those uh, true achievements is also a great help um, yeah, if yeah. you're looking for that I like true achievements myself I use that a lot uh, every week when the when they do uh, Xbox deals for the week um, they usually post an article about like the 10 easiest games that you could buy and how much they are and they give you links to them and stuff like that um, you could also like filter games by like game lengths to get the thousand points in and stuff like that and then there's like walkthroughs the site is very deep and very complex and um sometimes i go on like trophy sites too because the trophies lists are usually the same so you can find like a trophy walkthrough you'll be able to get all the achievements in it like um i use uh psn profiles a lot okay on a on a good day when you were striving to do this Mm -hmm. On a good day, how many hours would you say you gamed to get achievements? You know what? A lot of people think that I just, I sit there all day and just grind it out. And I could not tell you that it's so far from the truth. Like, <laughs> a lot of people think, like, I, I go home and I sit in front of the television for, like, eight hours and then that's it. Or, like, eight, 12, 16 hours a day. And it's like, no, I'm going to be realistic with you. I wake up at like five, quarter to six in the morning. I go to work from 6.30 to about 2, 2.30, depending on how my day goes. Um, and then I get home around four. So like I'll go to the grocery store, I'll run some errands or whatever. I get home around four, 4.30, sometimes even five. And I'll game for sometimes like hour and a half to two hours um sometimes i'll play until like 10 o'clock at night um 
and then I go to bed around 11, 11.30. Start, and, start the whole day over. Yeah, man. Like, I work 50 hours a week. I need to sleep. I can't, <clears throat> like, run a store It's on three hours yeah. of sleep. It's, it's like, hard. It's like Joe said, man. Like, adulting is just the worst sometimes. Yeah. When responsibility kicks in, it's a pain in the ass. And then, like, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but, dude, like, I'm, you know, we're, I mean, we're kind of hit at that age now, too. Like, dude. Like I said, what are you, times, 30 now? Yeah. I'm 31. There's times where I'm playing a game and I'm an hour in and I'm like, oh, God, I just don't want to do this. Don't want to play. I just, like, I'd rather just lay in bed and watch a TV show or watch YouTube fucking videos or something. Yup. It's just like, you just, like, I don't know, man. I feel like, you know, the older you get, you just yeah. you fall out of it. I don't know. On my day off, it's, adult, it's an adulting I, thing. Yeah. On my day off, I will play a little bit more um, just because, like, I mean, I'm so accustomed to waking up at, like, quarter to six in the morning. You're just... So I don't set my alarm. It's like your body's on a yeah. alarm. I don't set my alarm, and I usually wake up at, like, six or 6.15 in the morning. And there's nothing to do at six in the morning. Like, I'm not going to go out or whatever. Like, I'll make myself a bowl of cereal or whatever, and, like, I'll get, like, a chocolate milk or something like that. Or, like, I'll, heat like, microwave some pancakes or, like, put some toast in the toaster or something like that or whatever, like, I'll make myself, like, a quick breakfast, and then, like, I'll go in front of, I'll sit in front of the TV until, like, 11 in the morning or noon, and then, like, I'll probably, like, take a nap or something like that, and then, um, usually on my, um, day off or whatever, like, I'll do that for, like, I'll, I'll game for a little, I'll take a nap, um, I'll catch up on, like, all the sports shows or whatever, like, the, uh, Fox Sports 1, like, shows where they talk about football and basketball, and like what happened the day before get your sports fill yeah i get my sports fill because i don't just play video games you know unpopular opinion but um i like other stuff as well um and then maybe i'll go back to it um a lot of my free time now is uh i'll actually show this to you but i'm not posting it yet but uh i'm working on a website for our podcast okay so it's kind of basic right now i don't really have very much going on but it, hey man just gotta start somewhere yeah so that's what i've been working on like lately i'm trying to trying to like increase our reach and stuff like that and Pro promotion man yeah and you know build like a and, um, building a community and stuff like exactly. that exactly that's what i'm working on now um like i'm trying to like i feel like we've hit like a pretty comfortable like plateau and it's been kind of sitting there so i'm kind of trying to bring it up to the next level and mike um mike who is the i i want to say head i guess top guy i think it's he's the one that records and or well we all record our own audio clips and stuff like that but he's the one that edits it and posts it and stuff like that and doesn't put apostrophes in our show notes um mike, when he posts them out. oh no i do it every day um i um, we have a logo um, for our podcast too that I hate, and I tell him every day that I hate it. And sorry, Mike, you're cool as shit, dude. But our fucking logo sucks. And I will literally tell you every day sorry, until Mike. we get it replaced. Did I just open a can of worms? No, 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 no. You didn't open up anything. I tell him literally all the time, and then I break his balls for his spelling and his punctuation and the way he sentences. He's a cool dude. And Tyler's his um, his little brother, or whatever. And Tyler kind of gets picked on by all of us, even though he's a grown ass man too. <laughs> Someone has to be the victim. Yeah. Um, do you have any um 
before we wrap all this up, man, do you have any final words or uh, like what? Do you have anything you want to say about what you've done or uh, like last minute advice or anything you could uh, think of um, that like you know words of wisdom or, or anything to for um, fellow gamers out there who maybe want to achieve something that you've achieved? Uh, yes and yes. Um, so a lot of people think that I like to sit there all day, which I said that I don't. But it's all about time and consistency. And if you do it a little bit every day, you, and I mean, you obviously have to put in the money. Sometimes you don't. Some people like account share and stuff like that where they yeah, game share yep. and stuff like that. I don't do that. I bought everything on my console with my own money. Um, I took probably the less popular route because I'm willing to bet that a lot of people do that, do do that and stuff like that. But um, just t like you just got to be consistent with it. You just got to do like make a little bit of progress every day, and like you can do what I do. And a lot of people don't seem to grasp that concept. Um, but like just a little bit every day. It's all you need. Like an hour, two hours, or whatever. I mean, like sometimes I play. I sit down for an hour. I get a thousand points in like one of those quick like fighting games or whatever, and then I'm done for the day. And it's like I've scored more than like other people have and i made that progress that i need to make and i i guess that's a hard concept to kind of grasp that like i don't know i mean the last time there was a day where i didn't unlock an achievement was in 2014 jesus christ yeah right now do you see yourself like um like you i mean like you said you you're, you're taking that step back now do you see yourself kind of maybe putting yourself in a driver's seat again and going to yourself like, hey, you know what? Why, you know, why not two million now? Um, yeah. So I do have a couple goals in mind um, that I've set for myself. Let's hear them. Um, which I was going to talk about on the last episode of Entirely X, and I forgot about it, and we didn't write it into the show notes, like a dumbass. So all of us. Damn it, Mike. No, it's not Mike's fault. I write the episodes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I I write the episodes. Damn and, it, Joe. Yeah. So oh, God damn it. Yeah. So when you guys listen to entirely X, um, I usually write out the, um, like the topics for, I usually think of the topics for the show. Um, and then I discuss it with them and I'll be like, Oh, should we do this? Or should we do this? And they'll be like, Oh, well, I think this is a good idea. Then, I mean, they're pretty cool guys or whatever. We usually don't argue about the show topic or whatever. Cause it's, I usually come up with a pretty reasonable one. Um, this week's was kind of last minute. I kind of threw it together. Um, but I lay out the structure for the show and then Mike kind of leads it. Um, but, uh, goals that I have, um, I want to be in the top 50 in the world for gamer score. Top, uh, I'm 57, I might be 58th or 59th now just because I kind of did nothing for like four days. Like I just got like an achievement and then I sat down on the couch. Yeah. Um, you need a little time to celebrate, man. Like you said, take a step I, back. No, I need I, I need a little time to relax. I went out. I also went out Saturday night or whatever and got like kind of drunk. Lit. Yeah. Lit af. Yeah. Lit af. As he's, as he's um, put it. So I want to get in the top fifty. Another thing that I've been kind of toying around the idea with, and I'm not so sure if I'm comfortable doing it or not. Um, some people have said like friends, not people that I play with um, go for a level 100 trophy score on the PlayStation which 
is basically the same thing. It, the thing about the the gamer score system is it doesn't just max out. The trophy system maxes out at level 100. So once you hit level 100, there's not really much motivation to go after that. And I've thought about being like one of the first, if not the first, because I'm not 100% sure if someone has done this yet. Um, be the first person with a million and with a level 100 trophy score. Um, that's something I've thought about. I'm kind of leaning away towards it. It is something that I have honestly thought about because they do have some good games that I want to play that aren't on the Xbox, like Spider-Man and God of War and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like PlayStation exclusives. But it's just, I don't know if I want to play the same garbage all over again because I know a lot of those games that I played, number one, they're garbage, and number two, uh, like, I don't, I didn't enjoy some of these. They were quick, but it's like, I have to buy them again and... It's like reliving a nightmare. Yeah, I don't. I want to do that. I've thought about doing it. It's just I don't know if I want to, and I'm kind of leaning more towards the two million, which I probably won't do for like another six or seven years if I keep going. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of taking this time to relax and uh, play some games that I want to play. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, because I. Yo, I'm telling you right now. Um, so, I made this pile. I don't, uh, the only way that I can explain it is it's a pile. And it's a pile of good games. And I dubbed it the post-million play pile. And it's just a pile of good games that I have wanted to play, to play. That I've been waiting to play that I did not because I'm like, oh, well, I got to turn out this, like two hour thousand on this crappy indie game so it's like it's got like the last two assassin's creed in it god of war spider-man um i want to play heavy rain again which is a fantastic great game. fucking game yeah um so sure. those are in there uh super smash brothers is in there i got like four or five switch games like i got let's go eevee for the switch i have the kirby game for the switch um what else do i have um i'm trying to think there's tons like you said it's basically right now it's your time to kind of take that step back relax and do Resident what you want to do oh, i'm fair i'm like halfway through it i'm on hardcore and i'm like fucking struggling to get through it let me ask you something but every time i play it i drink so yeah it's probably <laughs> once i hit like work. you know a couple like shots and beers in i'm like just like i don't give a fuck i'm gonna just use all my ammo and then i save like an asshole come back and play it i'm like what was i thinking let me pick your brain Okay. What's your favorite video game all time? Um, it would have to be. I would. You know what? Probably Doom. Probably the original Doom. Really? Yep. Um, Doom is actually one of the first games. Uh, you know, it was one of the first games I ever played, and it was uh, one of the first games that that got me into gaming. Okay. So um, I think it's it's a, it, it it has more nostalgia for me than anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, it would probably be the original Doom on the uh, PC. Interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I like a lot of other games. I'm a big Resident Evil fan. I love Silent Hill. Um, big Gears of War fan. But it, Doom is what started. Started it all started. Er, yeah, Doom is what got me into gaming. So it had to be Doom. Doom is what it is. What about you? Um, I would have to say. Um, it's probably between two, and um, it's either The Last of Us. Another great game. Have you played that? Yes, I have. I played it at a friend's house because I didn't have a PlayStation. And, and the other one is 
probably oh, such a good story. Sorry. No, no, no. It's all, it's okay. And the other one is probably the original Bioshock. Oh, so good, dude. I, Joe, we need to have you on. We need to have you on again soon because I would love to just sit here and talk about good games and good story. Because I, I'm huge into, into good stories and video games. Bro, I have so many things that I could just bring to you. I mean, you live down the street. If you ever want to borrow something in the stream, come pick it up. I will definitely oblige to give you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't care. You live down the street. Like, like literally, yeah. This guy lives like a two or three blocks down the road from me. So, it was at like a like a three minute drive. Basically. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, guys, Joe. I want to say a big thank you for joining me here, man. I feel like it's a fucking, like, uh, like we almost have, like, a celebrity in here, dude. Because not a lot of people have done what he has done. Guys, we talked to the man, the 57th man in the entire world who hit a million gamer score. Joe, um, do you want to once again just drop your um, your podcast uh, page just so everyone could uh, once again hear it? Yeah, it's uh, at entirely underscore X, and uh, I am at CoolKidJoeXBL. So once again, guys, thank you so much for joining us here. Um, we're going to try to get Joe on again soon so we could talk some uh, some video games and story. Um, Good I games. Would, I, exactly. I was going to say I would love to talk to you about the first Bioshock because I fucking love that game. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Legendary Listens. Um, stay tuned next week, and uh, we'll probably push another episode out maybe on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Bye. Later. Hey, hey, folks and fuckers alike, we'd like to thank you for once again tuning in to another episode of Legendary Listens with Sean and Chelsea. If you'd like to give us some feedback or learn more about the two of us, you could follow us both on Twitter. Sean is at SeanIsLegendary, which is S-E-A-N-I-S-L-E-G-E-N-D-A-R-Y. And Chelsea is Chelsea's Cojones, which is C-H-E-L-S-E-A-S. C-A-J-O-N-E-S. And if you can't get enough commentary, Sean is also on Twitch. Come on by and watch him stream some games. You can follow him at twitch.tv slash seanislegendary. Once again, we would like to thank you guys so much for joining us here. And we will be back next week for another fantastic episode of Legendary Listens.